You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff. This is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality Bloodsport. This is episode six. You've probably listened to all of them, so you know how this goes. Today we're going to be mounting our mooses and heading to our neighbors to the north. We'll be in the Canadian bracket where we're going to have Sean versus Stacy. And then Mike versus Paul. I uh, look forward to getting this game started. So let's head on up. All right. And we are here with game one in the Canadian bracket. So, oh, Canada, my Canada. I think that's how it works. Uh, joining me, we're going to have two Canadian competitors. First, I'm going to introduce you to uh, Sean Bernstein from Toronto. Welcome to Bloodsport, Sean. How are you doing today? I'm great, Matt. How about yourself? I could tell you're Canadian by your Blue Jays hat, so thank you for identifying yourself. We just had, and I asked how you were doing because I'm polite. So, you know, <laughs> that was very polite. And being from the Midwest, I also asked how you were doing. Um, and that's the little thing that we do here. Why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am a writer. Uh, I'm a recovered lawyer. I was recovering for a long time. I think I'm pretty much over it. Uh, but I do content writing for a living. Uh, yeah. And I play a disgusting amount of trivia. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, thank you for joining us today. And in your polite uh, competition today, you will have from Edmonton, Stacy McPeak. How are you today, Stacy? I'm not bad. How are you? How are you, Matt? Since apparently half death. How are you doing? Or I'm not Canadian. It's very, very important. I am also still doing well. Um, why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself? Uh, I guess I am an unrecovered lawyer. I still do that. And I live in Edmonton, although uh, most people who are listening to hear me on this podcast will say you are not from Edmonton. You're from Saskatchewan. Uh, and that's me. Well, there we go. We are ready to get this thing going. So I'm going to send it over to Ryan because he's got the questions and let's get this game started. Hello, folks. Um, let's start with question number one as we do in these situations. What does the titular character do in the film Run, Lola, Run to influence the outcome of a game of roulette? This is also something Kate Capshaw's character Willie does in nearly every scene of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I've written down an answer, so I guess I'll lock in. I've, I've got nothing, so I'm happy to lock in. All right, Sean, what are you thinking? Truly nothing. I'm going to say pray. And Stacy, I have seen Run Lola Run so many times, but not in like 
probably 20 years. I think she screams, but I, that's just what I wrote down, scream. And scream is the correct answer. Piercing shriek to influence the game, and then all Kate Capshaw's character does is scream the whole time because she's a terrible damsel in distress character that was only hired because Steven Spielberg was horny. Moving on. That, that second movie is a mess. Um, question number two. What is the name of the lake on which the Aztecs established their capital of Tenochtitlan? This entire lake valley is now mostly overtaken by modern-day Mexico City. I don't think I have it, Stacey. It's all four zeros. It, okay. it, it is somewhere in my brain because my spouse went to Mexico City last year and he did a tour of the whole thing. And nothing is coming to me. Can I phone a friend? I guess I'll have to look for that thing. I can't think. I'll, I'll ask the audience. I, I, there's same with Stacey. There's something there, but I can't pull anything. Oh, what a day. Nothing and nothing. It's Lake Texcoco. Good for you, Texcoco. <laughs> you go, Texcoco. <laughs> exactly. Um, question number three, because I heard this was going to be for a Canadian game. Ohad Einbinder and the Kowarski twins, Dan and Ryan, were the members of which spray-tanned, frost-tipped boy band with the year 2000 hit, Get Down? Uh, do you want us to just sing it? Because nobody, no, your entire international audience will have no idea what this is. I want you to know. I don't remember the rest of the words. Come on. Oh. I'm going to make you come tonight over to my house. Before four. Before four. Absolutely, before four is correct. For my Canadian friends. Question number four. What word, usually heard in terms of metal or cardboard, is defined as, quote, shaped into alternate ridges and grooves? I. The only thing I can think of is corrugated, so that's what I'm going to say. That was my guess. And corrugated is correct. Points across the board. Question number five. Platform, step, attic, and leaning are all different varieties of which useful object. It feels like this should be obvious, and I'm just not getting anything but shoes. I mean, I personally have attic shoes, as well as shoes that I lean in. Um, it's an attic tower of Pisa, I believe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm going to say a ladder. And Sean? I'm in the middle of staging my house, which means a lot of time cleaning high surfaces on a step ladder. So I'm also going to say ladder. That is correct for points to both of you. Oh, that came right at the end. Like I was like, oh, wait. The little foldy attic ladders that only exist in movies. Uh, we have one and it's terrifying every time. Yeah, because that's where the monsters live. We know that. <laughs> Um, question number six to mark the halfway point. Forte and piano are words used to indicate the volume of a musical note. What D word, as in delicious, is the term for the variation in volume between notes or phrases of music? I have a music degree and I'm really struggling to. This is a classic trivia case of being so familiar with something that. You're blinding yourself to it, I think. I must be. Overthink it. I've written something down. I'll lock in. What, when I get around, I'll be less ashamed than Stacy. <laughs> okay, Stacy, what'd you say? 
Oh, have you locked in? Yeah, I'll, I'll lock in with my guest. Okay. I um, I put decrescendo. That was my guess. It doesn't really make sense in the context, but... Um, in terms of how loud or how quiet you're playing, those are the dynamics. Oh my god, yes it is. <laughs> um, Matt, where does that take us score-wise heading into the back nine? Uh, it is very close so far. Uh, Stacy getting four right and Sean three, so it is anybody's ball game. Um, let's go to question number seven. Which Indian dish has its roots and name from a Portuguese dish whose name translates to English as meat in wine and garlic. Modern versions usually prepare the dish in a vinegary sauce instead of using wine. Lock in. So, meat in wine and garlic in Portuguese is carne in ino e alho. Of course, Stacey speaks Portuguese. I do speak Portuguese. Sorry. Why not? <laughs> um... And I can't eat Indian food because I'm allergic to dairy, so I really don't have any. Dairy's an oven. Um, I'll say tikka masala. And Sean? Um, well, Stacey, your Portuguese is flawless, it sounds like. I think it's a bastardization of that, and I believe it's vindaloo. Carne de vinha da luz, vindaloo. It is vindaloo. Well done. <sighs> You're overthinking this. Oh, I just didn't know. I've never heard of this meal in my life. I, I, I literally can't eat Indian food, so. Fair enough. Because everything's a yogurt sauce. Which is delicious, though. Question number eight. Which iconic fashion designer's last name is Lifshitz, which he clearly does not use professionally? Lock in. We found Sean's uh, sweet spot here. <laughs> Indian <laughs> Jewish celebrities? Yeah. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> I think it's Ralph Lauren. And Sean? It is, Ralph, it is Ralph Lauren. It is Ralph Lauren. Well done. Stuck with the L. Um, number nine. Which automaker makes a car named after a piece of music that is played rather than sung as per the word's original meaning? I want to say it's the Sonata. And so I'm thinking it's either Hyundai or Kia. And I have a Kia. I think it is... I think it might be Kia, but I'm going to kick myself if I'm getting that wrong. Okay, Sean guesses Kia and Stacy. We had a very similar coin flip. I also put Kia. Sorry, guys. It's Hyundai. Ah! <laughs> um, let's go to question 10. Which flower that is not the cherry blossom is found on the Imperial Seal of Japan? I, I really don't know. I'm just kind of shot in the dark. I'll say Lotus, I guess. I'm, I'm also guessing Lotus. The correct answer, you hear it a lot in older contexts, especially in literature, but it's the chrysanthemum. Okay. There's a, like, one of the first big popular, like, look at Japanese culture books in the early 20th century was called the chrysanthemum and the sword or something. And um, they're, they're, it, it's been called the chrysanthemum throne for a long time, yeah. too. Uh, question 11. Cyrus, Darius, and Artaxerxes were all names of rulers that led which great empire? I have a guess. I don't know. So I'm happy to lock in with a guess. I can't get Darius Rucker out of my head, so it's not hooting the Bobo. The, the Hootie Dynasty? <laughs> the Hootie Dynasty. I will say Carthage. And Sean? Byzantine came to mind. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I'm sticking to it. 
uh, all leaders of the Persian Empire or Achaemenid, if you want to be more specific, but that's how you trap the cheaters on trivia. Um, okay, we are are we tied going into the final question, Matt? I or think Sean's up by one. I think Sean's up by one. Stacy up by one. I don't no. Think so. no, oh no, we're tied. It's, it's five to five. Ooh, okay. Question twelve. Donatello created the first freestanding nude male bronze sculpture of the Renaissance. Who was the subject of this sculpture? It is certainly not the most famous piece of art depicting this person. Inclined to say it's baby David, and he's just kind of going for a similar don like a ninja turtle. Wouldn't think of it, so I'm going to say David. And Sean, I feel like he'd get his own David, so I'm also saying David. We're tied at six, folks. David is correct. <laughs> so we're going to go to a closest to the pin tiebreak. Your tiebreaker question. As per 2022 estimates, what is the metro area population of Bangalore in India? Okay. Uh, Sean took a guess of 45.3 million people. Stacy, in Stacy fashion, said 6.9 million. The correct answer from most sources I can find is about 12.7 million. So Stacy will take the tie break here. Oof. Always go with 6.9. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can't do that, 420. 420 would have been a lot of people. Uh, but with that, uh, Stacy has doused Sean in a vat of Tim Hortons, and he will no longer be able to compete in this tournament. Uh, a great ending, great, uh, great play by Stacy there going low a little too high there for you Sean um so Stacy we will see you in the next game um Sean uh any last words thanks for having me guys it's always a pleasure this was so much fun I have been beaten by the best so way to go Stacy make us proud well and then Ryan's gonna go back into his uh cave to write 12 more questions for the next game which we'll be getting to next all right, after that intense game, I think it's time to slow it down a little bit and uh, thank our patron supporters. Uh, all our Bloodsport competitors this year are also patron supporters. Uh, a small perk, along with all the other perks they get, including bonus episodes, stickers, boxes. There's all sorts of different levels. Just go visit us at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast, and you can join us over there, and all these rewards will be unlocked. Um, once you're done doing that, hit play and we can start for game two. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. All right, this is game two in the bracket from our neighbors from the north, the Canadian bracket. Uh, we had a really uh, close game, came down to a tiebreaker in game one. And let's see what these second set of competitors can do. Uh, first, we have Paul Paquette from Ottawa, Ontario. Paul, how are you doing today? Good. A little tired, but good. Yeah. Looking forward to this. It'll be fun. Well, it's, you know, right here when we're recording, it's, you know, May, almost June. So it's probably gotten up to about 35, 40 degrees there. So you guys should be warming up a little bit, I hope, uh, making it a little bit easier. Why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah. So I um, run TriviaHallOfFame.com and the Ottawa Trivia League. And through a series of uh, fortunate events, I basically make my living doing trivia, which is uh, there are definitely worse ways for human beings to make love, for sure. Well, good luck to you today. Um, obviously, we, we've we've had you on the show before. We've had you on a few times, so we always appreciate your appearances. Um, you, My favorite podcast. <laughs> uh, you'll be going up against Mike Sforza from Scarborough, Ontario. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. All right. Why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself? Well, I do business to business with music technology. Um, it's a load of words to say I help sell the music products to the stores who sell it to you. Um, I do not do trivia for my job, so I'm a little concerned <laughs> about who my opponent is. No, I, I, I wouldn't worry about that, frankly. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a long record of, of messing up under pressure, so uh, you're good. Hey, if I get one question right, I'll call it a win. All right, there you gotta go. love that confidence from the competitors today. Very. <laughs> Very, it's a very Canadian game. Say, right very humble yeah. Canadian. Both lose, so that's a very, <laughs> very self-deprecating. That's like yeah. our nation's motto. All right, and now we're going to send it over to Ryan to get these questions started. Alrighty, folks, let's do it to it. We're just doing simple twelve questions, different categories, basic prelim, basic stuff. Uh, maybe the content of the question is not basic. That's subjective. Question number one: Hey, hey, and Pua a chicken and a pig, respectively, are two precious companions in which Disney animated film? I'm locked I'm in. locked in. Oh. <laughs> All right, um, Paul, what did you have? Uh, Moana. Uh, I also have Moana. Moana is correct for one point apiece. Um, moving on, let's go to question two. Three Gorges in China, Grand Coulee in the U.S. and Aswan High in Egypt are three noted examples of what kind of structure? I'm locked in. 
Mike, you I, can think aloud if you like. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I'm trying to remember when I hosted a game, I had a question about bridges, and I'm trying to remember if those were on the list. But I can't. I don't think they're bridges. But I don't have a better answer, so I'm I'm going to go bridges. And Paul? I'm pretty sure they're dams. You don't need to curse like that, but yes, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> they're darns. They're darns. They're darns. Um, let's go to your next question. Question three. In terms of technology, what does the I stand for in HDMI? Well, it, it, immediately my thought is interface. That's the first thing that comes to mind, but I know it's not that because I'm pretty sure it's not that. Uh, I'm just trying to high definition. I, I'm going to lock. I'm going to go with interface. And Paul, I'm hoping it's interface because that's what I'm on. It is high definition multimedia interface. Yeah. Okay. I got to stop well second done. guessing myself. <laughs> Going with your gut is always a good option. Let's go to question number four. Which city in Canada gets its name from one of two places? A clumsy English attempt at translating the Cree name for the place, or because there's a section of the river that runs through the city shaped like one of these? What's throwing me is that the river is named for one of these, which would be like an oxbow or something, but there's nothing like that that I can th think of. Um, so it's not going to be Edmonton or Calgary because those are Anglophone names. It's not going to be Vancouver uh, or Regina. I'm torn between Saskatoon and Winnipeg because I think both of those are Cree. Um, um, and it's a Canadian city question too. Ah, it's embarrassing. Okay. Uh, not Ottawa because that's not Cree. Not Toronto. That's not Cree. I'll I'll go Winnipeg. Ugh. And Mike? I went with uh, Medicine Hat. Oh, it's the other one. It's oh. Moose Jaw. Dang it. Ah. I was between the two. <laughs> I didn't think okay. you could get it the shape of a Moose Jaw. I, I, was, I was thinking the other way around. I was thinking it was an indigenous name. And a, there we go. Anyway. It comes from a, the, the, the Cree yeah. name for the place meant a warm place by the yeah. river. Um, yeah. And the first and, couple syllables sound like moose jaw. There's a yeah, and now that reading the question makes sense. I just wasn't seeing it that way around. Uh -huh. There's a town yeah. called Medicine Hat. Yeah, yeah, there is. And I was a fifty fifty between moose jaw and Medicine Hat, and I couldn't. I picked the wrong yeah. one. Yeah, it's. Um, I think they're both Alberta. Yeah, yeah. One of them's on the border. I think Saskatchewan. Isn't I thought moose jaw was Saskatchewan. It could be. They're all in the prairies. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, as a person from Kansas, I completely understand when people are like, oh, it's somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, let's no, go. Stereotypically, we don't care about the West. That's fair. <laughs> um, question number five. In swing dancing, people are generally graded on or mindful of the three T's. Timing, teamwork, and what other nine-letter thing? I'm going to lock in a goofy answer. I'm going to tap out. I can't think of anything. All right. Tap out's only six letters, but we'll take it as a guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike? Uh, only a nine letter I could, with T word I could come up with is uh, trombones. <laughs> they they are sometimes. The correct answer is technique. Mm. Of course. Oh, there we go. That makes sense. 
Um, let's reach the halfway point with question number six. Winning a Tony Award for Wilson Germain Heredia, what is the name of the trans character in the classic musical Rent? Locked in. Um, I'll take a guess. I have, no, I have no idea. What's your guess, Paul? I'll say Jane. And uh, Mike? Angel. Angel is correct. Angel Dumont Chenard. Um, that takes us to the half play away point. Matt, um, what's it looking like score-wise? Yeah, and with that last one, Mike pulled even with Paul. It's 3-3. Three to three. That's about standard score for these prelims. Um, let's go to number seven. J.T. Realmuto, Adley Rutschman, and Wilson Contreras are generally considered among the best current players at which position in Major League Baseball? Locked in. Oh, yeah, sports is my Achilles heel. Uh, I'll say shortstop. Shortstop and Mike. Uh, these are all catchers. They are catchers for one point. Well done. One of them, not anymore. Wilson Contreras got pulled from catching. <laughs> yeah, maybe. he's like right field or something. <laughs> he was too bad at catching. R.I.P. Uh. <laughs> um, question number eight. Which country that doesn't predominantly speak Spanish has a name that is also the Spanish word for hibiscus, specifically in relation to its floral form? Okay, I've got a guess. All right, Mike. Uh, I'll just guess a random country. First thing that popped in my mind was Guyana. Guyana. And uh, Paul, what do you have? I was going to go Brazil, but I think that's a nut tree. So I'm going to guess Jamaica. The Spanish word for the hibiscus flower is Jamaica. It is Jamaica. Well done. Oh, wow. You'll sometimes see people try to pass off hibiscus tea as like Jamaica tea. <laughs> They're just trying to be cool. Um, let's go to number nine. What is the two-word name of the flavor of sun chips that come in a red bag? They are the best flavor, and this is not up for debate. Do we even get these in Canada? Um, if it is what I think it is, pretty sure we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have a guess. I have no, no, no idea. Sure. What's your guess, Paul? Uh, hot sauce. Hot sauce and Mike. Is this... The Cool Ranch of Doritos? This is not. It is Garden yeah. Salsa. I couldn't. I, and it looks like you can get sun chips uh, at stores I, in Canada. I know we can get sun chips, but I've never ever seen any sun chips that weren't the base flavor. Yeah, Harvest Cheddar, I believe, is the orange one that I enjoy. Correct. The best flavor of chips <laughs> is the Canadian flavor All Dressed, though. I all Dressed is the best chip. Period. I will agree to that. Um, hey, let's do number 10. At just six years old, who is the eldest child of Bandit and Chili Healer? I have no clue who these people are. Um, I'll guess John. And Mike? Uh, I believe this is Bluey. It's Bluey oh. from the children's oh. show. Stupid Bluey gets me again. <laughs> it's, Bluey is like one of the hot trivia answers this year, apparently. Yeah, it is. It's funny how that goes in waves. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, it was uh, Marsha P. Johnson mm -hmm. who showed up. Everywhere. Well, so I always joke that in the trivia world, there's always, quote, the one woman that you're asked to remember each year. <laughs> yeah. One year, it was Chen Chung Wu. One year, it was Marsha yeah. P. Johnson. There's always a yeah. new the yeah. one woman well, every one year. One year, it was Peppa Pig, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, as it should be. The other thing, but this is tangential, but for some reason, every trivia format I've done had a question about a sculpture in Ottawa called Mama, which is a giant spider. Oh, Louise Bourgeois? I, think. I never knew the name of that. Yeah. 
So that has become, I think, the most famous thing in Ottawa, even more than the Rideau Canal. Really um, uh, there was uh, Louise Nevelson was a big thing a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, that. And she's upstairs for me right now. I'm at a museum. Um, question number 11. Beijing's name means northern capital. Which city's name translates to English as southern capital? Locked. Oh, uh, Pyongyang. Pyongyang. And Paul? Uh, Nanjing. Nanjing or Nanking, either is fine by me. That would make sense. The Jing. Jing that, that meaning capital. Yeah. All right. We're to question 12. Matt, where are we standing score wise? Uh, if my scoring is correct, looks like it is five to five, much like the last game. That's what I thought. Okay. Question 12. The enigmatic pyramid head designed to represent the main character's sexual frustration and mental torment has become one of the most iconic characters from which series of scary video games locked in again the enigmatic pyramid head designed to represent the main character's sexual frustration and mental torment has become one of the most iconic characters from which series of scary video games i i think this is going to be a defeat for me but i'm going to guess uh resident evil and Mike, this is Silent Hill. Those are the two big ones, and it yeah. is Silent Hill. It played into my hands uh, with video games and sports, <laughs> <laughs> and stupid Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not so much my hand as it keeps getting recommended to me on YouTube. <laughs> yes, everyone remember Bluey for the next game that we played. Uh, Mike is victorious in this round at six to five. Um, great job, Mike. Uh, we will see you on the next episode. So for now, um, you know, you were able to uh, get on your mounty horse and trample Paul a little bit, unfortunately. So he won't be joining us in the next round. So, Paul, uh, any last words? Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, well done. Um, and we will catch you on the flip side. All right. Thank you for that, Paul. So it looks like Mike will be moving on to the final uh, where he will be facing Stacy in a uh, maple syrup chugging contest for supremacy of Canada. Uh, we all look forward to that. And Triviality is an airwave media podcast. You could check out our fellow airwave media podcast at airwavemedia.com. Uh, check out shows such as small things often the queen's podcast and big picture science. Uh, and then make sure you check in next week for the next round and we'll see you then. Mm-hmm.